Hi guys, Sarah here from the Styling Advisory Podcast. Today we are talking with ShopShare. For many of you, you would have heard me interview the founder, Emma, um, last year about this incredible virtual styling tool that has created a technology that allows you to personalize online shopping. So today I thought I'd sit down with Emma and find out what's been happening over the last 12 months and what new features and tools have they introduced to help all of you as stylists build incredible virtual styling services. So you'll find out a little bit more about their new shoppable mood boards and the ability to upload images of your clients' clothing from their closets, which was really cool. If you haven't heard the first interview, I suggest going back just to get an understanding of ShopShare as a tool. Um, and you can also get 50% off your annual subscription fee with ShopShare just by following the links in this podcast description. Enjoy. Let's just begin by, you, you can just chat away. Tell me what's been happening over the last 12 months with ShopShare, how the platform has changed, what the tools have evolved into. And then I'm just going to ask questions as we go. Sounds fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to sip on my chai latte. Yeah, nice. Crack on. Okay, so lots has changed. We're like this ever-changing. I feel like we've, we're launching new things and evolving all the time. But um, as you know, Sarah, the ShopShare journey has been a very long one. We started this technology, building it six, seven years ago. Um, it's changed a lot from then. But, you know, co- over the last year, COVID has really, sh- you know, helped to shape it. And we've really turned it into a dedicated tool now for the styling industry. So as well as being able to create these virtual shopping experiences where they can actually record themselves in any online store and chat through products and save them with the click of a button and make them shoppable, they can also now showcase and curate looks for their clients with the products on shoppable mood boards. So the mood board part of ShopShare has only been live in the last few months. Um, It was a really big project building it. It was much bigger than we thought because actually, you know, what we've created is even bigger than we could have imagined we would. It's when when we show it to stylists, they literally say, wow, it's like Canva, but shoppable. And, you know, it really is. So is that the new tagline? Well, <laughs> the amount of stylists that go, oh my God, it's like Canva, but shoppable. And I'm like, well, so you can really use it to just showcase a look for a client. But if you want to actually use it to create a beautiful artistic you know, inspiring, you know, Instagram scroll-stopping post, you can as well. Yes. Just to that point, remind me, we'll, we'll talk about using ShopShare as a marketing tool in a minute, but are your stylists then using the shoppable mood boards also as like an outfit planner for their clients? They are. So oh, they use it in so many different ways. So yes, some of them use it as an outfit planner where they, I mean, we're actually about to launch a feature where you can add multiple pages to your board, but you can change the size of the canvas to any size you want. So I've noticed some stylists are changing it to a larger format so that they can show all different looks on a board. So we set it to our canvas size is set to an Instagram size to make it easy for if you do want to promote them there. But you can change and customize that canvas just like you can on Canva to any format that you want. So it's great for yeah, showing looks and things. Yes, which is, you know, if, if I think about what stylists do at the moment, using what they can to sort of visually display the outfits. And I, as I've always said, like, I'm a visual person. I really like to see the outfits, you know, displayed as a reminder every day. It heralds back to the old, like, Clueless movie of seeing all of the different outfits. So that's a really great tool. 
I know we talk about this all the time, but it just reminds me to remind stylists that it's not just a marketing tool or a virtual styling tool. It's, it can also be your outfit plan, a product that you sell to your clients. Yeah, and we're actually launching a whole lot of features around that where, because at the moment you can, you can upload existing wardrobe items. We've just launched the most incredible background remover that will remove the background of any image. So they can upload existing wardrobe items and create looks with new pieces of clothing. And, you know, honestly, the creativity is endless. That's massive. So uh, just to reiterate, um, because I, I, I had a question from a stylist a couple of days ago on our styling Facebook group, the Styling Advisory Committee. And she said, has anyone used any platforms or tools to um, to collect the wardrobe images from clients? So I didn't know that you could upload images. Yes. So at the moment you launch it, you just upload them into your collections. But we're actually going to launch, because using ShopShare, you can create a shopping channel for your client. It's a private URL link. You share the one link with them. You can add mood boards into it, videos into it. Soon you're going to be upload, able to upload PDF attachments and notes in there. So everything's in the one place. And we're launching this new feature where you can upload and create collections with existing wardrobe items, which will be a separate tab in that URL link in that folder. So, yeah, you can absolutely use it for that. That's amazing. That is absolutely fantastic. So when we spoke 12 months ago, it was primarily this proprietary video tech, which I think is important to note just to remind people. Yeah, our video tech is 100% our, our USP. I mean, it what is, is what makes us so unique. Um, there's nothing else like it from what I know. And, you know, stylists that use other tech platforms, they still sign up to ShopShed for that. And, you know, the way we've priced ShopShed, everything about it is that we are a tool that you can, every stylist should really add to their arsenal. And because there's so many ways you can use it, if you're using another tool for something else, ShopShare can be used for, as you say, marketing, content for a newsletter, content for a Facebook group, or your virtual services. But um, yeah, the video is definitely, you know, even our mood boards, we're about to launch a video feature. Video, like we believe video is where it's at, you know, going forward, you know, it's the king of content. Everyone knows that. Some stylists are a little bit intimidated by video still, and I get it. I actually do. And one thing I will say is that ShopShare's video is as easy as video gets because you're not on show, you're not dressing up, you are just sharing your expertise in the corner of a screen while you talk through products and talk through looks. Yes, it's just your face. You're literally cut like it's a tiny little proportion. I, in my mind, was just laughing to myself thinking I could just tell you all to wear a disguise if you feel insecure or <laughs> Do you know what? Um, a stylist <laughs> said to me the other day and she emailed and said, can you enable us to put our logo in the bubble where our face is in case, if we don't feel like? And because, you know, there's another tech software, which is not a styling platform. It's a, a video a recording platform called Loom, which is our, our technology is very similar to. Okay. And they offer that. And we were like, sure, I can get the developers to build that if you want it. Because, you know, we always just build new things and it's an easy fix. If someone doesn't want to be on screen that morning or they haven't got their makeup on, but they want to talk. Yes, yes. So the part of the whole thing about trying to create a business that's convenient for your clients, but for you, is maybe the only time you get to do a lot of your work is when the kids are in bed. So let's say that's 9pm. Can you be bothered to put a full face on? Probably not. So the ability to just have the logo, still your audio, because there's still that beautiful personal connection. And 
the beauty, the power that the image professional have is not just in the ability to find the product, that sort of searching and curation, but then to be able to explain why it's perfectly suited to that particular person, you do need at the very least your voice. I was imagining a hat and a witch's nose for a bit of comedy, but obviously that's not to everyone's <laughs> taste. <laughs> but I think that's really great and it's something that I wanted to talk to you about because I talk a lot about stylists, many stylists or image professionals that join this industry. They really want to connect with other people. There's a nurturing quality to them. They've Some, some of them have had their colours done themselves and for the first time just had their mind blown um, about the power of colour and style, how it genuinely can make you feel better and kind of craft the day that you'd like to have. But there's this disconnect for a lot of stylists because they have the ability to be almost like a counselor through the medium of style, but yet they don't want the, they don't feel comfortable in that performative space, which yeah, traditional marketing requires you to, to do sometimes. It does. Yeah. I, I get it. I really do get that. I think we all, you know, I mean, even when I have to do things sometimes for our social media and put myself out there, you know, I, I still, you know, we're all human. I still have to push myself to do it, you know. And so, but I, I do think that, you know, you have to take baby steps with all this stuff. And um, as a tech platform, we want to offer, you know, if someone does want to have their, just their logo on there and their voice, fine. You know, we want to be able to give them that option. Absolutely. What I've seen um, with the ShopShare Instagram account, we, we get to see an email you guys feature stylists every week what what you know have a look at some of the shop share videos that other stylists are creating to provide inspiration and and just to remind any stylists that are still apprehensive about showing up on camera the focus of the content really is the shopping pay the e-com site or the mood board you really don't even notice the person in the corner it's 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 not dissimilar to if you are having a coffee with a stylist in a Westfield or a Nordstrom or something where do you know what I mean it's not like oh, hi yeah, today we're going to do this it's just a very quiet subtle that's right and that's what I say to stylists all the time and you know and I think again you don't have to use ShopShare for marketing and it's much easier when you are just talking your client through things in a private video for them than doing a marketing one so the marketing ones may not be for everyone but yeah it is really just like you are sharing your knowledge sharing your expertise when I watch the videos I'm very rarely looking at the stylist in the corner I mean you glance down you're listening to what you're listening to what they say and it drives you it drives your emotions to want to buy something I've watched it's so dangerous for me I watch all these videos and I'm like oh my god I want to buy that I want that oh I love what she's no you're dangerous for me because you create these amazing mood boards with like really like what I would say like theatrical, like edgy, amazing fashion. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to have to have oh. a look at this. I, I love your taste. But you're right. You're listening. You're not focusing on the person because they're talking about the product that's on the screen. So you're looking at the product as a, as a consumer. You're looking at the product, just listening to that person say, notice the um, diagonal seams that are going to reduce the size of the shoulder or whatever the case may be. And to that end, when we spoke last time, I know you gave people a few little bits of advice about when you're recording a video, just to sort of maybe map out your little intro, a nice, neat intro, but then the rest really can just be you just blah, just talking about what you're seeing and what you what you really think about it, right? 
Yeah, look, that's right. Um, we always recommend to stylists that they do their research first. They put all the products in the shopping cart. They know what they're going to talk through, like any shopping trip or any piece of content. When they're ready to go, they start the recorder and there's a pause button. And they can literally pause during the video whenever they want for as long as they want and essentially cut the video together. So they don't have to start the video thinking, oh, my God, I've now got to maneuver through stores. Think about what I'm saying. I'm on show for this whole video. They don't. They talk about a product pause go get the next product save it so it's already shoppable they've done that part play again blah 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 blah. chat through the next one pause go get the next one they, they can change stores um take as long as they want i mean i've done a marketing video using shopshare and i've paused while i change tops change stores change products come back so the pause functionality makes these videos once you get used to using the buttons so quick and easy honestly quicker than putting together a mood board to be honest with you so um yeah I'm going to reiterate this guys you know that when I do my podcast I also create a blog post to sort of nut out the key takeaways this is one so allow me to do it in audio form when you think about video most of us view video as you press record and we now just have to keep going and just just get it out there and get it right once the opportunity you have with Shopshare you can pause you can just talk about one pen pause have a cup of tea. Go find yes. another. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Go find another. Yeah, go, exactly. Go find something else. That's a really important thing because, as you said, you've created baby steps within the technology. You don't need to do the whole thing at once. Correct. Your face is a tiny little dot in the corner. Everything is really gentle and user-friendly for people that feel most confident just talking one-on-one. Let's go back to the marketing side of things because we're always trying to reduce the overwhelm of creating content that is going to help appeal to and attract our clients, our ideal clients. So tell me, I think I remember in our last conversation a year ago, you were still building integrations to be able to publish mood boards or shoppable videos directly into social media platforms. Yes. So again, like that is one thing from a marketing point of view, I'd say the beauty of Shopshare is that all the links to every piece of content are your own. They're all custom links. So they don't connect to our platform at all, meaning that you can use them wherever you want to. So if you make a mood board or if you make a video, that is linked to a custom URL link that you can share in a Facebook group privately. You can share on Facebook. You can share um we're just about to launch a Pinterest integration for the mood boards. So you can literally, like that's literally a few weeks away. We've just that been is a game changer. With Pinterest. Um, we've already launched a YouTube integration with the videos. You can integrate your account, upload them to YouTube. All the shoppable links get pulled in for you. Easy way to put the videos over there. The links can also be used in a newsletter if you use MailChimp or any of those newsletter platforms. You just paste in the link. It auto-populates the video or the mood board for you. Easy content for newsletters. I mean, it's shoppable, which potentially could lead on to the whole way you can then make money through the affiliate side, which is a really big focus for us at the moment and has changed and come a long way, you know, since the last in the last year as well. That's a really good point. A conversation I hear often with image professionals is how do you strike a balance between creating content that that proves your expertise, let's say like a shoppable board, but that doesn't cannibalize the opportunity for you to sell that service to to someone. And I think the great a great idea you've just suggested is directly embedding a shoppable video or a um, shoppable mood board in your email um, newsletter, let's say, that's your recommendations. That's your edit. And the, the beautiful, easy call to action would be, 
I can create this that's customized for you, for your style, for your shape, for your size. So I, I, I wanted to just, for, for those listening, um, to encourage them that it's okay to play with style and creating content and not worry about whether you're giving away too much for free, you're showing people what you can do, and that's powerful. Yes, I think if it's content that is showing them what you do sell as a service, more reason to do the odd one to show them because otherwise, I mean, there's so many ways stylists, I think, give away way too much. You know, on, you know, Instagram's like a big black hole that can suck you in at times and you can spend so much time creating content that doesn't create revenue. Yes. I think this content at least um, is showcasing your style, your, your services and your expertise. So, yes, like you say, I mean, I always think in a, if you're going to create, and I always say to stylists, if you're going to create a shot share video for marketing, don't make it long. Don't give away too much. Make it five minutes. Show five or six products and it's a brand edit or a color edit or a blazer edit. It's just generic. And, you know, but the point is that here's a little generic five minute showing my services and expertise suiting everyone but I can make a customized one of these for you and of course there's so much more value in that right for the average person that wants help exactly so it's a case of being able to explain to people this is what virtual shopping virtual styling looks like this is how it works and that's as I've said many times before it can be a barrier for people when they don't really understand how the styling service would work if you're doing it online versus in store so tell me, it's been a year, again, when we spoke last time, um, Annika Walker was a stylist, I think we mentioned, who was using quite innovatively at the time, yes. creating content for a membership. Do you want to take me through the ways that you've seen stylists really succeeding in the virtual space using your tool? Yeah, so creating virtual styling packages where they might do a Zoom consultation. Um, this, this would be for a new client. They might do a Zoom consultation um, followed by their first little shoppable video edit, the mood board. They present it via their own shopping channel URL link, which then they can ultimately, you know, showcase that they can buy ongoing ones of those. So they, they package that up as an initial virtual package, but then they sell the video edits and the mood board edits as little bite-sized services that those clients can then tap into going forward, but also their existing clients. And I've had some stylists that have gone ahead and done this, but I always recommend to stylists, set all of your clients up with their own little shopping channel. Even if you largely work with them in person or, you know, you go and do a wardrobe consult yes. with them, they're always going to need your help in between those bigger appointments. And you don't want them to go, oh, they've helped me and now I can't see them for another year. No, they can't. You can. You can help them with this little Maybe they just need a denim jacket or a gap piece or an outfit for something. And if they know you offer the service, so, you know, you can have it just as a standalone service, you know, yes. buy a mood board, buy a video and package them up and price them depending on what the client wants, because you, you have to price them. I, I get that it's hard pricing virtual services because you've got to take into account your time for the research, putting the content together. Mm -hmm. um, so it is a little bit of trial and error and I get stylists say to me all the time, you know, what pricing do you recommend? And it's, you know, it is like how long is a piece of string because it depends what you charge for your time and, you know, what kind of clients you have. So it's very hard for us to say charge X or Z, but I can say, you know, make it flexible pricing that you can move it up or down depending on who the client is and what they want and how quickly you know you can help them. So, you know, there's stylists that are using ShopShare for their membership groups. They've set up, you know, channels um 
we've got this amazing stylist actually in um, the US who um, has a membership group and he creates private content for that membership group. We've got other stylists that just use it for marketing because they don't have a big client base yet. So they're just using it to create mood boards for their Instagram videos for their Facebook. So yeah, all sorts of different ways, Sarah. To that point about pricing, um, something that I was thinking about, I guess when a stylist is looking for some options to present as an edit, like right now I'm looking for a gold bangle and I'm spending a lot of time looking online because in my mind I kind of know what I'm looking for, but I've never really spent much time researching jewellery. Like it's just not something that I check out, out every day. So I like the idea of stylists having a product suite where it's sort of like, you know, a jewellery, uh, you know, a, a, a bangle edit or it's the jeans edit and these are things that you can purchase. But, but I wonder whether the price is affected by the size of the pool of retailers that they're canvassing. Because if, you know, if if someone, one stylist might just look at, you know, the top five retailers, let's say in Australia, they're going to look on Witchery, Country Road, you know, Sassenbide, whatever, Saba. But other stylists might be looking at 50 different retailers when they're putting together a curation. So I wonder whether the extent of your discovery and your research time also impacts the price. Absolutely, it does. And that's where I think, you know, I'm sure stylists have their kind of go-to products for, you know, a lot of, you know, if they're targeting a niche kind of person, they have go-to products that they, because you want to make it quick. And I always say to stylists, set up a template with your mood boards and then just like you don't want to be spending too much time on everything and then you'll get that one client that's been a client for ages that is looking for that special piece of jewelry and and you'll spend more time on it maybe charge more maybe they're on a retainer with you so actually retainers is another way stylists are using ShopShare they have a retainer with their client and then they use ShopShare as a tool to service them with that retainer so um for any shopping that they want so um you want to have, you want to be able to use ShopShare in a quick, easy way to really just, you know, you want to have those clients, and I don't mean churn and burn, but that you're, you know, you have your set kind of capsule collection that you mix and match a little bit. That's essentially what you, um, you know, maybe are known for in terms of helping someone get the basics. Because, you know, I recommend the same basics to people. I love a particular Scanlon t-shirt, and I'm like, everyone should have that t-shirt and if I was helping clients I'd be telling every single one of my clients to get that t-shirt you know because I believe in it yes (laughs) I can hear image professionals around the world saying but what if it's not their style and what about their personality and their body shape so but you know what you and I are not stylists so I'll take that recommendation because we're not applying um, the same level of detail and customization yeah but I've got stylists that um coming to me saying you know that they do have the same genes that are universally great for so many people you know I mean I'm sure a lot of image consultants will agree that there are certain basics good quality ones that you can find that potentially you know so and that's how you can you know so it is about also trying to find ways that you can create this content in a fast and effective way so that you're not you know having to charge too much so that you can keep it like a nice bite-sized virtual service. Yes, and it's about efficiency internally. Um, but I must say, I when I talk with stylists, I often remind them that part of their offering is that their knowledge of brands should surpass the knowledge that us as consumers have. You know, you're, if you're in the fashion industry, 
part of your day-to-day work would be making sure you're keeping abreast of the latest brands and designers, what quality, you know, if you're sustainable, what what, what who's popping up as a new sustainable brand? Oh, you know what? You're, you, know? you know what you're leading me to just burst to say, Sarah, is which is why stylists should be paid so much more by these brands because they're essentially brand experts and coming to commissions you know, I really feel so passionate about the fact that stylists should be paid commissions for all the products that they're recommending. Of course they should. They really are an industry, I think, that gets so undervalued from retailers and brands. And I think it's changing. It's slowly changing. It's slowly changing. I think the the shift in the last year going virtual and with retailers and COVID and everything, you know, they are being more valued in that space. And we really want to help We've just actually launched a feature where, because we came across so many stylists that were representing brands, like they might be a Nordstrom stylist, and they've got their own affiliate links through Nordstrom that they want to use, and a lot of tech platforms only let them use their affiliate links. Mm -hmm. So we actually now, you can click into any product on your mood board or video, and you can add your own custom URL link. If you have an affiliate link from a retailer, you can override our link and still get your commission that you get through that retailer. Because I really want, you know, I don't want to limit stylists to only being able to use our affiliate links. We've already always, you can make content on any website, regardless of it's whether it's affiliated with us. But now the bonus is you can also add in your own affiliate links and earn. So that means that if for a stylist, if you've already negotiated an affiliate link that's potentially higher, um, because at Shopshare, you guys have pretty much got um, quite an extensive um, affiliate relationship with most brands now. But if you've got your own or, or you've got your a member of another affiliate network, that's that's amazing. Yeah, you might have a higher commission than what, I mean, you know, I'm the first to say like, because we've we're in 20, we've got stylists from 20 countries and we've got, we've just signed up with three new affiliate networks. You know, we've got a strong network here in Australia, really getting there in the US, the UK, Europe, we're working really hard at the moment to get more retailers on. So, you know, if you're in some of those regions where we're not, you know, as we haven't kind of onboarded as many retailers or the commissions aren't as high, you've got access to other links, you know, we we encourage them to kind of we earn commission where you can, basically. Yes. Yes. Oh, there was something else I wanted to ask you. This is, um, there's so many more opportunities as you've continued to evolve the ShopShare tool. And it's just been amazing to watch. And I know that the stylists also really appreciate the fact that you've also been very hands-on and transparent and open to feedback and suggestions this entire time. Oh, thanks, Sarah. Look, you know, I still myself personally run every single demo I don't let anyone else do them and you know it's it's because I truly believe that like what we have learned um my you know being me listening to what you know these stylists ask for and what they want and you know we're we're a low-cost platform so people might not think it's the best use of my time um I think it's the best use of my time because I want to know what we can do every day to make the tool better and you know who who we can meet to kind of build in features that are helping stylists that are working for other brands and you know like this um things like being able to add your own affiliate link I mean you know so yes I'm very hands-on with our users and we are always helping them listening to them and taking on board feedback look I think feedback is the most valuable thing to any business because 
you know, without it, we, we're the blind leading the blind, basically. It's like, you, <laughs> we know what we, we, you know, we've got this vision of what we want the product to be, but it's changed so much by listening to our users and me talking to people. And yeah, we're very much focused on our users. So, and focused on also building new things all the time. We put everything back into platforms so that it can just grow. Beautiful, my love. Thank you so much for your time. I am so excited for stylists, whether they're starting or whether they're just starting to offer virtual styling services. This is an incredible tool and we have an exclusive offer. Do you want to tell everyone what the offer is if they use the link that will be in my Instagram bio um, and in an email if you sign up with a styling advisory? So tell us what it is. Yeah, so basically um, we have two plans for ShopShare. We have the mood board only plan for stylists that just want a shoppable mood board tool. That's um, $10 a month. We have uh, the all-in-one plan, which is everything that you you can, we, all the features we have, which is all the video, the YouTube integration, the video that we're about to add to the mood board tool. And that's $20 a month. If you sign up through the styling advisory and whether you sign up now through the styling advisory or, you know, whenever you listen to this podcast, the link will always be accessible and you'll get 50% off that plan. So it brings down, it's already an affordable tool at 20 US dollars, but bringing it down to 10 US dollars a month. Um, yeah. If you sign up on the monthly plan, it's for six months, but you can actually get that if you sign up for the annual plan for the whole year. So it's $120. It's a no-brainer to me that you would, you know. Oh, it's, it's a no-brainer. And look, even if you're just using one part of it for $10 a month, you know, I always say it's like two coffees, you know, even if you make a mood board once a month for your Instagram and dabble around, you know, with the video tool, like you're still getting something out of it. And then there's obviously so many ways you can use it. And I guess the other thing um, to note is, like, I think it's important people know, Em, how hard you work. Like, if someone wants a demo in the, overseas, I know you've done demos at 10, 11 o'clock at night. You, you feel so passionately about this. Consequently, you're also always on hand to receive any sort of, you know, constructive feedback and help people. So, uh, sometimes when we're signing up to all these new tools and, and platforms, like I, I just signed up for a different um, pop-up platform and you really do need, when you're trialling a new tech tool, you really do need to know that there's a human at the other end that you can ask questions. I know you've got a lot of resources already, but it's nice to know that they can still always reach out to you. Oh, always, yeah. And I think, you know, whether you're a $10 a month tech platform or 50 or 70 or 80 you're still a tech platform. People still need help. And I understand that the personal styling industry, you know, it's really been kind of catapulted into this virtual world in a really short period of time as well. And it's, you know, naturally a lot of these, you know, a lot of stylists are training their people, you know, they're people people. They want to be in store. They want to be holding their client's hand and showing things. So I get that this is like a really big change and, you know, I'm just really want to help make it as easy as possible and also make them not be afraid of technology because technology is not scary. You know, good technology is actually potentially once you've got your head around it, easy to use. So beautiful. Thank you, my love. That was great. Thanks, Sarah. I'll chat to you soon. Okay. Bye, darling. Bye. You've been listening to the Styling Advisory Podcast, a podcast dedicated to sharing success stories from stylists on how they built their empires. We offer all stylists a complimentary empire planning session. Head to our website and complete the online form to book yours in today.
at www.stylingadvisory.com.au. Keep up to date with the latest episodes, news and business tips by following at The Styling Advisory on Instagram and Facebook.